What's going on, folks? This is Daryl, your host of Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, the podcast where we discuss issues that impact black and millennial communities while having a good drink. Today, I'm drinking Jim Beam Repeal Batch Bourbon. It's pretty smooth. I, yeah, I suggest that you try it when you get a chance. They modeled the making process or the, um, yeah, the distilling process after what was done during um, Prohibition. So it's supposed to have a little bit more of a raw taste. Um, on the bottle, it says that there, there may be light sediment at the bottom of your, your bottle because in the days of, of Prohibition, whiskey was made or, or liquor was made in whatever way they could and it was not regulated. And so, yeah, pretty interesting. Today's episode is going to be a fairly short one, but I was just inspired to to record it because I just saw Wale's video, Sue Me. If you haven't had a chance to, to check it out, go to the website, narrowpodcast.com. On this post, I have embedded the video, but yeah, it was it was very interesting to me to watch that video and see it play out because I had heard about it and I love Wale. Been rocking with Wale. It's got to be for a decade now. I saw him when I was in college in concert. Um, yeah, it's 2021. Yeah, for at least a decade, I've been rocking with Wale. Amazing artist. Seems like a phenomenal person. Very well balanced in his blackness. You know, loves loves the culture as a whole. And I think that's a part of just the the DC in him and that Afrocentricity that you find in Chocolate City. So, you know, his music is great. Love it. Um, he's actually probably the reason that I ended up watching Seinfeld from beginning to end. I'd never watched an episode of Seinfeld before listening to Wale. And I was like, what? This this brother? whom I feel is a kindred spirit like Seinfeld. Let me check it out. And that opened up uh, an entire world of white people comedy to me that I had never explored from Seinfeld to The Office to Parks and Rec. Um, just really, really funny, weird kinds of shows that take a level of, in my opinion, a level of intellect to, to get into. That, you know, everybody has different kinds of, different senses of humor, so I'm not saying that that's smart comedy, but it definitely forces you to, to think past the surface, which is why I like his music, and which is also why I am doing an episode on, not the song Sue Me, because I had actually heard the song prior to seeing the video, which is often the case, but the video and the video's concept and the creativity and the artistry behind it was mind-blowing. As a black person in America, no matter what your, um, your socioeconomic status is, um, regardless of your background, you have at one point or another thought, what would life be like if I were white? I'd... I'm willing 
to bet that every white person in America has not thought, what would life be like if I were black? And if they truly were being honest with themselves and had thought that, they would know they would face many more overt challenges and barriers than they would otherwise. If, you know, being any other race, I believe that any other race has it easier in one way or another than black people. We are most closely akin to our Latino and um, our Latino brothers and our Latina sisters because of racial barriers and just general hate. But when it comes down to everything that you see not looking like you in popular media, from your hair, which you know my Latinx um, or Latino and Latina brothers and sisters, respectively, they have at least the same kind of hair that their um, their oppressors have. Like there's something that they have in common with the system of oppression. For us, as a whole, you know, in, on a majority level, we have to continue to work and work and work in every way to assimilate if we would like to do that or realize that we are going to be the antithesis of what America wants to display. And so this, this video, like I said, was very, very moving for me. Not to the point of tears, but I can see how it can make someone emotional because as a black man who sees black men on TV one of two ways, for the most part, right? We're either portrayed as comic relief, not serious entertainers, or we're portrayed as doctor, lawyer. But there's no in-between. Very rarely do you see that in-between, especially these days. I'm trying to think of the last major show where you saw the in-between dramatic black man on television that was popular, right? I'm talking about in a, in a drama. And I just, I just don't know. And, you know, please, in the comments, on the, uh, the website, whatever, leave some feedback on Twitter. But I can't think of shows, dramas, where you have that average black man who's not either a medical or legal professional or on a sitcom. You know, we had Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil was a lawyer, also in a situational comedy. Um, we had Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow was a, you know, regular dad. Nothing rich about him or his family, but the show was a comedy. He was full of comic relief. His weight was always a joke. Where's that Dawson's Creek for black people, right? Um... Where, where, where's the, the show where we're able to show our full range of emotion without being the rich guy? Because there are shows, for instance, um, what's my man's name? Jesse Williams on Grey's Anatomy. Brother, in a drum, in a dramatic role, dramatic show, but he's a doctor. Like for us to have emotions that aren't you know, humor or funny, 
first to have like actual show our range of emotion, do we have to be upper echelon black man? Does every other black man have to be either a criminal or a um a criminal or a comedian or an entertainer? So yeah, this video showed what the world would be like if white people were in our shoes. And there were a couple really key scenes that I liked. Now, it was, it was called a film. I will respect the artist. This film, and it was. It was a short film. Um, but it showed from the perspective of America what we deal with, but if the skin were white. And it showed the interactions between family members as a single white mother living in a black reality or as a teenage white young adult living in a black reality. The media influence, the stereotypes that come from law enforcement, the poverty, the things that more often than not black people will have to deal with in their lives, or if they don't, then someone that they touch does deal with those things. I am very fortunate to have been raised in such a setting that I didn't encounter all of those things, but there were definitely aspects that I said, wow, that's familiar. And every black person has seen those things and said, that's familiar. And if you haven't, then you're in denial. So growing up, and it's much better now, but it's still not perfect. But growing up, I could not find kids who looked like me on most advertisements. There might have been one, maybe a little kid on a Super Soaker commercial who had a high top fro or something like that. But for the most part, basic advertisements did not care to show black kids or brown kids. They cared that we, they made black or brown kids want to have the experience that white kids had. And that's just the fact of the matter. They wanted black women to feel that straight hair needed to be the standard. They wanted us to reach for their reality, but for it always to be our dream. And so to put the shoe on the other foot and to have them experience that sense of hopelessness and that sense of, of alienation that we've had to feel for over 400 years in the country that claims to be our own, it was, it was a really moving piece of work. And I'm very glad that Wale engaged the director and the the storyteller for this creative piece beautifully done I don't know what kind of award it could win at this point because I'm not too familiar with award shows anymore I mean maybe a, a VMA but I really think we have to think outside the box um, we have to think what does the world look like in a parallel universe a parallel universe that we would want to live in and then from there 
how do we create it? There was a there was one part of of the um, the film in which the newspaper said, "Are we ready for a white president?" And that just seems so foreign to all of us. That seems so foreign: black, white, Asian, Latinx, African, European. To hear is the United States of America ready for a white president? Come on. Do I think we ever should have been ready for one? No. Our first president was a slave owner. Our first, however many presidents were slave owners or rapists or thieves or accessories to murder. This nation was built on blood, sexism, and racism. And when you try to undo that, and you try to say, hey, let's give someone else a chance. Let's try a different system. Now we're the crazy ones. Now we're the ones who hate America. No, we love what America could be enough to say, let's try something different. Let's try to save the soul of our nation. Wale did a great job with the music, per usual. Like I said, I've been a fan. Um, I think the rest of my day today will be spent listening to Wale. The visual was dope. I think that it spoke to the culture. It spoke to... It it gave us something we've been yearning to see on television. And the only critique I have is not of Wale, nor the director or the writers. It's going to be of America and its resistance to it. And speaking specifically to white America. Are you going to watch this video in its entirety? Look at it critically, look at it objectively, share it with those in your communities, and then go out and demand a change. Are you going to say, I would cheer? Because this is something I've heard recently, right? And I don't think it came off in the wrong, or it wasn't meant maliciously, but it was said very passively. I heard someone very recently on a, on a conversation, a, a Zoom call, white man. He said, I hope you all get reparations. I would cheer if you did. And that's, that is wonderful that you would not be one of the people working to actively block it. But what I would rather hear is, I would love to see you all get reparations. I'm going to write my congressman because I know you deserve it. That's completely different. Actively seek equity for your neighbors if we are truly brothers and sisters. Don't say, I won't try to stop it. Say, I will try to get it pushed through. So yeah, that's my piece for the day. Short episode. Check out the video at narrowpodcast.com or whatever outlet. But the song is called Sue Me. It's by Wale. And real quickly, I want to make sure that I give credit to the artist who created it. Let's see. So I don't know if I'm saying this properly. Um, it's either with a French Jean Raymond or Jean Raymond. Um, but yeah. 
that was, it wasn't a music video, it was a, a short film. And I'm excited to see what this artist does now. I'm going to try to follow him on online and just keep up with his work. Peace, love, blessings, and y'all stay safe. See y'all again. Oh, per usual, on Spotify, on Apple Music, on Google Podcast, on Stitcher, on all major podcast platforms. So check me out there, point one. Point two, subscribe. Point three, leave a rating, leave a comment. It will help boost my ratings and help me become a better podcaster because the more listening ears I have, the more critiques I can have, the more critiques I have, the better I get. So thank you all very much for listening. Please subscribe. Easy as one, two, three, but it means a lot to me. See you all again next week, same time, same place. Peace.